holidays, junkies. If you celebrate Christmas and or Kwanzaa and or Hanukkah and or Festivus or no holiday at all, I hope this season brings you a full girthon of joy. My present to you this fine Christmas morning is a dramatic reading of the very first horror story I wrote way back in the fourth grade. And let me tell you, it is a banger. Seriously, how could so much talent fit into that tiny, tiny body? Boggles the mind. Next week, we begin the podcast of my new story, Slay. Talk about a story that is un-Christmas. My friend, this is it. I describe Slay as Buffy meets John Wick with several other comparisons in there. I'm still working on the marketing angle. All right, take it easy. I read these episodes live every Wednesday on the Sigler in Place live stream. You can watch me read the stories for the first time ever there and hang out with fellow junkies in the chat room at 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern. You can watch at twitch.tv slash scottsigler, youtube.com slash scottsigler, and facebook.com slash scottsigler. This is an experiment. We're giving this a whirl. I write the chapters on Fridays, read them live on Wednesdays. Then we strip out the audio, edit it, and put it in the podcast feed on Sundays. If you were a fan back in the days of Nocturnal, it's similar to that process. The end result, you're back to getting all new fiction every week right from the the teat. My mouth, I guess, would be the teat. And after reading each week, we hang out for the next 30 minutes in the live stream. We drink, we gab, we talk about cigarism stuff, we celebrate junkies, it's a good time. So join A Real Girl and I on Wednesdays if you can. If you want to watch but you can't join at that time, no sweat. The shows are kept at Twitch and YouTube and Facebook so you can watch after the fact. And if you need to know how to watch it, just throw us an email, info at empty set, and we will direct you in the right direction. I guess that's what you do with directing. All right, junkie. I don't think you're ready for the genius jelly of 10-year-old Scott Sigler, but I'm about to share it with you anyway. Here we go with tentacles, tentacles, and more tentacles. Ladies and gentlemen, now my presentation of tentacles, tentacles, and more tentacles. Written by Scott Sigler in fourth grade, for Mrs. Reynolds' class. One day, on a cruise ship, the passengers were just loafing around when there was a scream. Everybody ran to the ship's railing. A little girl had fainted. Nine black things were floating on the water, moving very slowly toward the ship. Captain Smith came on deck. He yelled to his radio operator, Notify the Navy at once! Yes, sir, Captain Smith said the radio operator. Two notches ahead at this speed. I want to stay away from those things until the Navy gets here, said the captain. Now everybody was on this side of the ship watching the things in the water. Then another yell came from the, quote, other, end quote, side of the ship. Look, more tentacles, screamed a passenger, except they were hanging over the ship. They were just hanging there, doing nothing. Then the arms fell on the ship and picked it up. People were screaming and falling off the ship. And then, without warning, 
It broke the ship in two and started crushing it until all that was left was boards and pieces of metal and stuff. Then a Navy ship came and the thing went under the water and it disappeared. When the Navy rescued the ship passengers, half of the ones they had rescued were in shock and half of the passengers were still missing. Meanwhile, an hour later in Los Angeles, California, I'm sorry, that's Meanwhile, an hour later, in Los Angeles, California, some people were out at Eust, which I believe is supposed to be Yacht, having a party, when all of a sudden they heard a terrifically loud noise. Kuritja! Kuritja! When all of a sudden, a big black tentacle lifted about ten feet above the water and began to swing at the yacht. It shattered the steering room right off the yacht, killing two people. Then... Another tentacle reached up and got the rest of the people and swam away, leaving only a sinking yacht. Then it started to swim toward the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Then a plane saw it and went down for a closer look. Then, all of a sudden, one of its tentacles reached up and grabbed the plane right out of the sky, never to be seen again. The monster started swimming, except instead of swimming to the Pacific, it started swimming toward Los Angeles. Meanwhile, in L.A., Navy headquarters, Lieutenant Hogan, who was monitoring the sonar, said, Sergeant, I think you better come have a look at this. When the sergeant looked at it, he said, Get patrol boat 38, 40, 50, out on the double. Yes, sir, said Hogan. Not sure why a lieutenant saying sir to a sergeant. You guys, just roll with this. 38, 40, and 50 were on their way when PT Boat 50 saw something and said, 50 to 38, 50 to 38, come in 38, do you read me? Uh, this is 38 and I read you, what is it? Then all of a sudden a scream came over the radio from PT Boat 50. No, no, ah! Then... The captain looked out the window with his binoculars, saw two black tentacles slowly moving toward the PT Boat 40. The captain called to PT Boat 40. The two men looked over the side and were grabbed by the tip of a tentacle and pulled out into the water. Then the other tentacle reached up and grabbed it right when the ship hit full speed. The monster was taken by surprise, and it didn't have time to tighten its muscles. The boat got 20 feet from where it started, and the back end ripped right off. The front kept going, but straight down. The thing let go, the back end, and it slowly sank into its icy grave. Then, the captain could see a single tentacle floating the water. A blue substance was floating out of it. And then, he saw another trail of blue stuff, and it was heading toward Los Angeles. Full alert went up at L.A. Navy headquarters. The sergeant set the battleship USS Narwhal and the destroyer USS Whale Shark out to destroy the monster once and for all. When the monster saw the battleship, it was the biggest thing it ever saw. She was still bigger than it. The tentacles were moving faster than ever toward the battleship 
The narwhal opened fire on the monster and two shells hit it. It started to bleed again. The monster was furious. It immediately attacked the narwhal, and in five minutes, it was gone. The whale shark started dropping mines on it while it was still facing the other way. The monster heard noise behind her and turned around so quickly that it caused a big wave going up to the surface that carried the mines right back up onto the ship and destroyed it. Now the monster was bleeding more than ever, so it wasted no time getting to the mainland. It crawled on the bank and started swinging at buildings and houses and destroying everything in reach. Then tanks started shooting at it, and they were in a strut. So in one swing of its tentacles, sent them flying. Ten jets started flying around above it and started shooting at it, trying to distract it. It worked long enough to get the missile carrier in. Then, all of the sudden, its tentacles started swinging and then destroying seven of them. Then the missile carrier fired a single shot at it. There was an explosion. Then a blue chemical started flowing down the streets. One day, two divers were diving in the Pacific Ocean when they saw a cave with a clear substance covering it. It was so thick that they couldn't see through it clearly. But there was a little hole in the corner. So they went in. It was so thick that it took them two minutes to get to the other side. When they got in, they looked up. And all of a sudden, got grabbed by two big black tentacles. The end. This has been Tentacles, Tentacles, and More Tentacles, read to you by the author, Scott Sigler, much older than the Scott Sigler who wrote the story in the first place. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.